The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Welcome to June. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, Wednesday of the seventh week of Easter. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the Memorial of St. Justin. Born in about 100 AD, as a young man, he was principally attracted to the school of Plato, but he found that Christianity answered the great questions about life and existence better than the philosophers. So he became the first Christian philosopher. Justin is known as an apologist, one who defends in writing Christianity against the attacks and misunderstandings of the pagans. Two of his so-called apologies have come down to us. They're addressed to the Roman emperor and to the Senate. For his staunch adherence to Christianity, Justin was beheaded in Rome in 165. St. Justin, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for Christian families around the world. May they embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me, I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. It's amazing the things that you remember as a kid, those impressions that stay with you after many, many years. I remember my older sister, she's the oldest in the family. She was maybe a senior in high school at the time, and she had just learned to drive. And we used to joke because she was so short that she needed to put telephone books uh, on the seat to prop herself up to be able to see over the steering wheel. We also remember how she, in learning how to drive, you know, she struggled at first and she ended up taking out one of the hedges when trying to turn into our driveway. And she got better as she went along. And being the oldest in the family, it was such a relief to my parents when she got her license because she could help with some of the driving, bringing the kids to and fro, etc. And I remember in one of those instances, I think she was probably driving me home from sports practice or whatever it was, that we drove by the parish 
And she turned to me and she said, let's stop and make a visit to Jesus. I said, okay. And so she pulled in gracefully into the parking lot. And we, we, we went inside the church. It was open. It was probably about 3 p.m., 3 in the afternoon. The church was totally empty. It was dark. But you could see that red light, the, the little sanctuary lamp hanging in the corner indicating that Jesus was there in the tabernacle, that you were there, Jesus. And so we, we, we walked in, we genuflected before the tabernacle, filed into one of the pews, knelt down, and we made a visit. We prayed a couple of vocal prayers, we made a spiritual communion, and then we stayed there for a little bit in silence, recognizing the divine presence and then we got up and we left and that left a deep and lasting impression on me this stop on the way home in a way my sister was helping me to grow in piety and we're preparing for the great solemnity of pentecost in these days of preparation and we're seeking to meditate on the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who sanctifies us through so many gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And today, we want to meditate on that gift of piety. And so we can start by turning to the Holy Spirit, divine paraclete. We turn to you right now. We pray to you, Holy Spirit. So often we speak to the Son. We speak with Jesus. After all, this is 10 minutes with Jesus. And we know that in doing so, in speaking to Jesus, we're speaking to you, God, for you are God. The Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit are one. When we speak to Jesus, we're speaking to the Holy Spirit. Three persons, one God. But we can turn specifically to the Holy Spirit right now. We ask you, Holy Spirit, Spirit of Jesus, we ask you to help us to better understand the ways in which you fill us with your love, the ways in which you seek to draw us into your life, into the life of the Holy Trinity, and the gifts that you give us precisely to capacitate us, as it were, to be holy to be holy as God is holy. And piety is one of those gifts. But it's also something that we, we do naturally. Even before Christianity, in, in ancient Rome, there was the notion of pietas, piety as a virtue, a virtue related to the virtue of justice. And it, for the ancient Romans, you could call it dutifulness, to be dutiful. So then more than, more than religious piety, it was a kind of respect for the natural order, socially, politically, religiously. And so pietas included the notion of patriotism, right? reverence for the, the state, reverence for the country, but also devotion to other people. So you can have pietas, piety, uh, especially to one's parents, to one's ancestors. And this makes sense. 
the virtue of justice is giving due honor to those who have who 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 deserve that especially those who have brought us into the world this reverence for our parents is a form of piety reverence for the fact that they have brought us into the world that they have raised us up they have formed us we we have a a duty or a debt to them the fourth commandment shows how this natural form of piety is really part of God's will for us. Honor your father and mother. Reverence them. Be dutiful to them. You are indebted to them. Reverence them. Honor them. And Jesus, you raise this to a whole new level, this natural notion of piety, when you show the apostles the Father, when you reveal to us your Father, your Father, Abba, Remember how Jesus would often pull apart from the crowds to pray and the apostles would watch him almost with envy as they saw him praying so intensely. We read in the Gospel of Luke, he was praying in a certain place and when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And Jesus said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. He teaches us the Our Father, the, the prayer par excellence. And really the Our Father is an expression of piety. It's an expression of, of reverence to the source of, of creation, the source of all goodness, and how we are indebted to, to God to our true parent, as it were. Piety is an expression of divine filiation, that we are children of such a loving Father. We are, divine filiation can sound a little technical, but really all it means is divine sonship, divine daughtership. I am a son of God, a daughter of God, and all that that implies. Jesus, we, we, we look at you in your piety, in the sense that you, in your humanity, recognize the Father. You turn to the Father and, and you pray and you thank Him. You, you, you thank Him. Uh, so often before a miracle, Jesus looks up to God. He looks up to the Father and He recognizes the Father's goodness. He thanks Him and, and then works, works a miracle. How goes our piety? How goes our reverence for God? Do we have this sense of indebtedness? Are we thankful? If piety is the virtue of, of really part of justice, how are, we, how are we being just with God? Are we giving of our time? You know, another uh, definition of piety is a promptness in doing good, which is not based simply on our mood or, or a sensation of well-being. It's something constant, it's stable, it's firm, the promptness in worshiping God. When we go to Mass, when we go to pray, we may not always feel like it. We may actually not feel like it at all. But this gift of, uh, th this gift of piety will move us to, to feel indebted to God 
to feel the need to, uh, to reverence him, to worship him joyfully. This promptness, this joyful promptness in, in worship. And so we want this, we want to practice piety even when it's difficult. It's helpful that we begin our times of prayer always with this Abba, that we turn to God as Daddy. That, that Aramaic term that Jesus used when speaking to his father, Abba, or Hebrew term, Daddy, Papa, that we have this same intimacy, this same familiarity with God that leads us to want to reverence him uh, as the most natural thing in the world, as, in a sense, an extension of this pietas. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, the Memorial of St. Justin. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Alleluia. Wherever, Wherever you are, are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Alleluia. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the counsel of the Holy Ones, great and dreadful to all around Him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted, for our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our king in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was, As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Alleluia. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. Alleluia. When the Son of God came into this world, 
He was, he was born, born of David's line. Alleluia. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea, and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always, for him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, He was born of David's line. Alleluia. Once for all I swore to my servant David, His dynasty shall never fail. Alleluia. Once for all I swore to my servant David, His His dynasty shall never fail. Alleluia. If his sons forsake my law and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun. Like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant so that we who are signed with the blood of your Son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all, I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Alleluia. I have known tribulations and distress. But But in in your commands, commands, I have have found found consolation. consolation. 
From the First Letter of the Apostle John Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been begotten of God. Now, everyone who loves the Father loves the child he has begotten. We can be sure that we love God's children when we love God and do what he has commanded. The love of God consists in this, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Everyone begotten of God conquers the world, and the power that has conquered the world is this faith of ours. Who, then, is conqueror of the world? The one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus Christ it is who came through water and blood, not in water only, but in water and in blood. It is the Spirit who testifies to this, and the Spirit is truth. Thus, there are three that testify, the Spirit and the water and the blood and these three are of one accord. Do we not accept human testimony? The testimony of God is much greater. It is the testimony God has given on his own Son's behalf. Whoever believes in the Son of God possesses that testimony within his heart. Whoever does not believe God has made God a liar by refusing to believe in the testimony he has given on his own Son's behalf. The testimony is this, God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever possesses the Son possesses life. Whoever does not possess the Son of God does not possess life. Jesus Christ came through water and blood, not in water only, but in water and blood. The The Spirit Spirit bears witness to this, and the the Spirit Spirit is the the truth. Alleluia. On that day a spring of water will open for the house of David and the people of Jerusalem to wash away their sins. The Spirit Spirit bears witness to this, and the Spirit is the truth. Alleluia. A reading from the Acts of the Martyrdom of St. Justin and his Companion Saints The saints were seized and brought before the prefect of Rome whose name was Rusticus. As they stood before the judgment seat, Rusticus the prefect said to Justin, Above all, have faith in the gods and obey the emperor. Justin said, We cannot be accused or condemned for obeying the commands of our Savior Jesus Christ. Rusticus said, What system of teaching do you profess? Justin said, I have tried to learn about every system but I have accepted the true doctrines of the Christians, though these are not approved by those who are held fast by error. The prefect Rusticus said, Are those doctrines approved by you, wretch that you are? Justin said, Yes, for I follow them with their correct teaching. The prefect Rusticus said, What sort of teaching is that? Justin said, Worship the God of the Christians. We hold him to be from the beginning, the one creator and maker of the whole creation, of things seen and things unseen. We worship also the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He was foretold by the prophets as the future herald of salvation for the human race and the teacher of distinguished disciples. 
For myself, since I am a human being, I consider that what I say is insignificant in comparison with His infinite Godhead. I acknowledge the existence of a prophetic power, for the one I have just spoken of as the Son of God was the subject of prophecy. I know that the prophets were inspired from above when they spoke of His coming among men. Rusticus said, You were a Christian then. Justin said, Yes, I am a Christian. The prefect said to Justin, You are called a learned man, and think you know what is true teaching. Listen, if you were scourged and beheaded, are you convinced that you would go up to heaven? Justin said, I hope that I shall enter God's house if I suffer in that way. For I know that God's favor is stored up until the end of the whole world for all who have lived good lives. The prefect Rusticus said, Do you have an idea that you will go up to heaven to receive some suitable rewards? Justin said, It is not an idea that I have. It is something I know well and hold to be most certain. The prefect Rusticus said, Now let us come to the point at issue which is necessary and urgent. Gather round then, and with one accord offer sacrifice to the gods. Justin said, No one who is right-thinking stoops from true worship to false worship. The prefect Rusticus said, If you do not do as you are commanded, you will be tortured without mercy. Justin said, We hope to suffer torment for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, and so be saved. For this will bring us salvation and confidence, as we stand before the more terrible and universal judgment seat of our Lord and Savior. In the same way, the other martyrs also said, Do what you will. We are Christians. We do not offer sacrifice to idols. The prefect Rusticus pronounced sentence, saying, Let those who have refused to sacrifice to the gods and to obey the command of the emperor be scourged and led away to suffer capital punishment according to the ruling of the laws. Glorifying God, the holy martyrs went out to the accustomed place. They were beheaded, and so fulfilled their witness of martyrdom in confessing their faith in their Savior. I have preached faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, and now I fear no danger. I do, I do not, not count, count my, my life, life more precious than, than my work, which, which is, is to finish my course, the task of preaching and proclaiming the good news of God's grace. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is God's power at work, bringing salvation to all who believe in it, Jew first and then Greek. I do, I do not, not count, count my, my life more precious than my work, which is to finish my course, the, the task of preaching and proclaiming the good news of God's grace. Let us pray. O God, who through the folly of the cross wondrously taught St. Justin the martyr the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ, grant us through his intercession that, Having rejected deception and error, we may become steadfast in the faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, the Memorial of St. Justin. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord offers a prayer for his apostles. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of John. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven. Holy Father, Keep them in thy name, which thou hast given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in thy name, which thou hast given me. I have guarded them, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not pray that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. As thou didst send me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake I consecrate myself that they also may be consecrated in truth. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. St. Thomas Aquinas says that the first step to becoming a saint is you have to want it. And that's kind of what the Holy Spirit's gift of fortitude is all about. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Tradition associates the gift of fortitude with hunger and thirst for righteousness. The vivid desire of serving God in spite of all difficulties is indeed that hunger which our Lord arouses in us. He produces it and hears it according to the words spoken to the prophet Daniel. I come to instruct you, for you are a man of desires. This gift produces in the soul that is docile to the Holy Spirit an even greater desire for holiness that never wavers in the face of obstacles and difficulties. St. Thomas says that we ought to desire that holiness in such a way that in this life we are never satisfied as a miser is never satisfied. The example of the saints inspires us to grow more and more in fidelity to God in the midst of our obligations, loving Him all the more insofar as we experience greater difficulties. 
placing our desire for holiness on a firmer foundation, not being discouraged by lack of resources in our apostolate or in suspecting perhaps that we are not making progress, at least in appearance, in the targets we set ourselves. As St. Teresa has written, it is most important, all important indeed, that they should begin well by making an earnest and most determined resolve not to rest until they reach their goal. Whatever may come, whatever may happen to them, however hard they may have to labor, whoever may complain of them, whether they reach their goal or die on the road or have no heart to confront the trials which they meet, whether the very world dissolves before them. The virtue of fortitude, perfected by the gift of the Holy Spirit, enables us to overcome the obstacles that in one way or another we encounter along the path of holiness. But it doesn't remove the weakness of human nature, the fear of danger, pain, or weariness. A person who is strong can still experience fear, but can overcome it thanks to love. Precisely because of love, a Christian is able to face greater risks, even though one may feel repugnance not only at the beginning, but also for as long as the trial lasts or the desired-for object is still being sought. Fortitude does not always eliminate the deficiencies inherent in all created beings. This virtue can bring one to offer one's life willingly and witness to the faith if our Lord so desires it. Martyrdom is the supreme act of fortitude, and God has demanded it of many of the faithful throughout the history of the Church. The martyrs have been and are the Church's crown, another testimony to her divine origin and her holiness. Every Christian ought to be prepared to give his or her life for Christ if circumstances demand it. The Holy Spirit would then give one the strength and courage to face this supreme test. Normally, though, what is asked of us is heroism in little things, in the daily fulfillment of our duties. Every day we need the gift of fortitude because every day we have to practice the virtue of fortitude in order to overcome our whims, our selfishness, and laziness. We have to be unwavering when facing an atmosphere that is often hostile to Christ's doctrine so as to overcome human respect, so as to give a simple yet eloquent witness to our Lord as the apostles did. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 13 minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. People of every nation shall come and worship you, O Lord. Alleluia. People of every nation shall come and worship you, O Lord. Alleluia. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, 
O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress, I will call and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. People of every nation shall come and worship you, O Lord. Alleluia. Our eyes will see the King in all his radiant beauty. Alleluia. Our eyes will see the King in all his radiant beauty. Alleluia. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Our eyes will see the King in all his radiant beauty. Alleluia. All people will see the saving power of our God. Alleluia. All people will see the saving power of our God. Alleluia. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm 
have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets, and the sound of the horn acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. All All people will see the saving power of our God. Alleluia. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in His consolation. The Word of the Lord. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. The Lord is my Savior, and I shall sing his praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. In every sacrifice, let us praise the Creator of all things through His Son, Jesus Christ, and through the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to His people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of His servant David. Through His holy prophets, He promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. In every sacrifice, let us praise the Creator of all things through His Son, Jesus Christ, and through the Holy Spirit. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the Word of God. Let us praise Him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who through the folly of the cross wondrously taught St. Justin the martyr the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ, grant us through his intercession that, having rejected deception and error, we may become steadfast in the faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.